Welcome to the Purdue Dairy Digest. I'm Dr. Jackie Borman. Today on the Dairy Digest, we will talk about some good news regarding milk price and some new thoughts on subclinical hypocalcemia. First, let's start with some good news for milk price. We've seen some increases in Class 3 milk futures, with November 2019 milk price now over $20 per hundredweight. For reference, this is higher than the mailbox price that dairy farmers have received since 2014, so it would be the highest price in the last five years. I hope that this trend continues and is likely due to a reduction in the U.S. cow herd and less than projected milk production, but there are still lots of questions about if this is sustainable. Let's hope that dairy producers actually receive $20 per hundredweight for the rest of 2019 and into 2020. Now let's start our podcast about some new thoughts on hypocalcemia. Hypocalcemia is defined as reduced blood calcium concentrations and depending on severity can be classified as clinical hypocalcemia, also known as milk fever, or subclinical hypocalcemia. Subclinical hypocalcemia is reduced calcium uh, in the blood, and it has been associated with reduced milk production, more health diseases after calving, and reduced reproduction, but without the clinical signs, such as shaking when walking or being unable to stand. Researchers and veterinarians may have different cutoffs for subclinical hypocalcemia. However, a common cutoff is between 8 and 8.2 milligrams per deciliter of calcium. There is still some debate on when the correct time is to collect the blood sample in order to measure that calcium. Um, Some people are recommending right at calving is when you should take that sample, while others are saying that you should wait between 12 and 24 hours after calving. Cows, especially older, high-producing cows, will have a reduction in calcium concentration around calving. Because there's an increasing demand of calcium by the mammary gland around calving um, and a reduced feed intake around calving, blood calcium concentrations are generally reduced. Research in the past two decades has shown that there are benefits to feeding a negative decad diet to reduce the severity and the cases of subclinical hypocalcemia. Um, However, we're still seeing about 50% on some herds of cows um, getting subclinical hypocalcemia. We are also increasing the supplementation of calcium orally around calving to increase calcium concentrations. Oral calcium supplementation will initially increase blood calcium levels. However, it may cause a reduction later on as the cow tries to maintain calcium homeostasis. So the calcium that you administer orally may cause that cow to overcorrect. Um, It doesn't happen all the time, but you can have like a rebounding effect after she gets a bolus of calcium. Dr. Jessica McCart has done some research and they split cows into groups based on their calcium concentrations around calving. She indicated that there's a portion of cows that will never get below the cutoff for for subclinical hypocalcemia, and those cows are going to be considered normal. Then there are going to be some cows that have low blood calcium the day after calving, but then by three days, they get back to normal. These are generally really high-producing cows, and some cows will have low blood calcium after calving, and they'll get back to normal, but it will take a week or sometimes more. These are cows that are going to have more future health problems. And then the last group of cows are cows that don't really have very low blood calcium, 
but um, it'll be slightly depressed and it'll take a long time to get back to normal. These are cows that don't make a lot of milk and that they have more health issues. The timing of when we are sampling cows is probably influencing who we are selecting to treat. So if we sample right at calving, we're likely treating all of the cows that would normally be able to recover within a couple of days. Treating these cows may actually impair their ability to return to normal calcium concentrations because we're providing calcium to a cow and influencing her calcium homeostasis. These cows may actually overcorrect and have lower blood calcium in the days after calving than they would have if they were not treated. While there's still more work to be done, and from what I understand, not clear answers yet on subclinical hypocalcemia, it's likely that not all cows with subclinical hypocalcemia after calving need calcium boluses or need any intervention at all. The cows that likely are the ones that we need to be concerned with are the ones that have delayed hypocalcemia or they're not returning to normal within a couple of days. So that's probably where our research focus needs to be so we are understanding how we treat those cows. And we also need clearer recommendations for when to intervene with calcium supplementation in order to make sure we're not over-treating for subclinical hypocalcemia. If you are a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us in iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today, and you can listen to this podcast at your own time. Thank you.